Fishnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Wow. Today is Monday, November 14th, 2022. And this is episode number 575 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Something sounds weird in my headphones. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Sorry for the extremely extremely long delay um i am uh, just at my wits end with uh, this show uh the technology um just everything i am you guys have no idea um why does this why did you ask if it's a rerun um it is you know, I, I got to start this show off. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you guys. Um, nope, no bad weather, just bad luck. Um, I went to start the show, had all these wonderful slides made. I was ready to go at 2.03 and launched VMix, and it just sat there. Launched VMix, it just sat there. Started it over, just sat there. Tried again, it just sat there. Just fucking wouldn't launch. And I saw that I had a little update. Um, Got to update the software. So I was like, okay, that's no problem. I can update the uh, Windows. And then it just it hung on reboot and it wouldn't go. And I thought, well, you don't want to just turn your computer off in the middle of an update. That'll fuck everything up. Long story short, get the reboot done. The updates were added. Finally get it rebooted again. Get the software launched. And here we are. Um, this has been... <laughs> this has been one hell of a six months. Um, or so, I guess. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. Um... I, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Um, I posted this on Facebook and I'm going to, I just, I'm just going to talk about it. This is, uh, I need to talk about this. I need to say this. Uh, what's up treetop? Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I need to just have an open and honest discussion with you guys about, about where I'm at and what, uh, what's going on in my head and what's going on with me. Now, this is going to be deep for a moment. We're still going to have a good show. 
Uh, I hope we're still going to talk sports. I got a lot of slides made that I'm staring at. Why well, I, I even watched some UFC. Um, <clears throat> but I just need to just to say this. Uh, I always, and I, I, I kind of put this on my Facebook because I think it's important too, that people, uh, hear this and, and, and understand it and, and, you know, because I'm coming at this from a very different perspective in my life right now. I used to be that guy that was always like, depression's not real. Is it real? I mean, it can't. Like, I always thought that like depression and um, the, the stuff that people go through in that regard was always just kind of like people say that because they want attention, you know? People, people kind of, I think it was made up. It, I don't, it can't be real, right? Like people are, aren't really that bad. Is it? I was always a very happy dude. I was always a, uh, uh, like, yeah, no, I mean, always upbeat, always positive, even when bad shit would happen. Like the way that this show started. Um, like when, you know, way back in the day when, uh, I lost my gig on radio. It's just, you know, positive. Deal with it. Keep going. Um, so I never really bought into the whole depression thing. Uh, but I am a believer now. Um, I am in a hole that is um, seems very difficult to pull myself out of at the moment. Um, no. And I'm like, please, no, 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 no. Do not send bits. Uh, that is not what this is for. I, I don't want you to send bits. I just, I just want to talk. Uh, I want to get this off my chest. I want to say these things. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and then we can move on. But Hey, Chris Reyes, thank you for the resub buddy. And Jared, thank you for the 288 bits, man. I missed that. Uh, oh no, that was last week. My bad. Chris Reyes, thank you for the resub, buddy. That's 10 uh, minutes ago. Saved a bean. It's on though, right? Eight months. Yeah. Pod bean is on. Okay. Uh, but I was never one of those guys that believed in depression. Um, it's. It, it uh, what I find interesting about it, and this is this is just me being really honest because right now, uh, the negativity that I have towards shit, pretty much everything, comedy, this show, uh, just really anything that I've been doing, um, it is, I find it really difficult to pull myself out of it, right? Like to get out of this funk. And I, I said this on Facebook where I said, you know, it's interesting. I, I never th believed it to be real. I always thought people just said they had it because they wanted attention. I always, that's that was what I always thought. People say they're depressed uh, because, you know, they, they, they want attention. People say that it, people bring it up or talk about it because, they want people to feel sorry for them, and it's a way for them to get attention. And for me, I get a ton of attention. 
Uh, I mean, you guys are amazing to me. You guys support this show and me and uh, I'm on stage doing comedy, which is a lot of attention. I'm, I mean, there's one thing I don't lack in my life and that's attention. So believe me when I tell you for those of you, and it's really who, if, if you thought like I thought, that's who this message is for. And I think it's also for people who are kind of going through it at the same time. Um, it is real. And um, I don't, I mean, I know certainly I am not talking about this or bringing it up for attention, uh, which was a huge uh, fallacy that I had about it. But I, I, what, what I, what I'm learning is that it's a, it's this weird dynamic of being able to recognize it, right? Like you, you know, you're in it, you know, you, you're, you're not yourself, but it is, uh, very difficult to, even though you recognize it to kind of pull yourself out of it. I I mean, there's moments where I'm like, okay. I think I've got this thing beat. I think I can. Uh, I think I can just go back to being happy and, you know, being myself and doing all this stuff. Uh, and then, and then something will happen, um, minor, major, whatever, and it will. Uh, it'll. It'll. I don't want to use the word trigger it, but it will send you back into that state where you felt like maybe you were pulling yourself out of it. So, um, yeah, it has been, it has been a struggle for a while. So, um, if, if I don't seem like myself, well, one, I'm not. Um, but just know I'm, I'm working, uh, through it and it is, uh, right now it's winning. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's real and it is difficult to say the least. So, all right, let's do uh, some sports headlines. How's that for an intro? Just get out of it, right? Let's just let's just roll. Let's just get this show rolling. Uh, I just needed to say that. So uh, for those of you that hung in there, I appreciate you. Uh, for those of you that were like, oh, whoa, that was too much. I get it. I get it. Uh, maybe this isn't for you. So, but here's your sports headlines. Uh, Astros have parted ways with James Click. And I think this is really interesting. Um, the The fact that this is surprising to people, uh, I think it surprised me a little bit, but I think part of it is um, Jim Crane is a, is a businessman, yes, but he's also, got, when you get to the level of where Jim Crane is, you have an ego. You know what I mean? You have... Uh, you, I, I, I built this empire, you know, I, I'm the architect of all this. I don't need James click. Um, so I, I, this shouldn't come as a complete shock, mostly because, 
Uh, they talked about it at the winter meetings and he talked about it at the winter meetings and there was discussions of what do you do or what is he going to do? Jim Crane offered him a one-year deal. And I find it interesting that if I was James Click, that would not have been okay for me either. You know, you you asked me to come in and save your franchise. You asked me to come in and write this ship. You asked me to come in in one of the most tumultuous times in baseball history for any franchise, past or present, and steer this ship and not uh, lose the momentum that had been gained. Uh, it's it's interesting. And um, James Click did his job, and he did it really, really well. Now, you know, we can talk about butting heads and, you know, some some questionable moves. But what GM doesn't have moves that are head scratchers or people will question? I, I think what I find, I, 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 and, and maybe it's just, um, um, why am I, Jim Crane's, you know, public persona that he wants to put on. But he's got this kind of laissez-faire. Eh, attitude. We'll figure it out. We got time. And you don't just World Series winning GMs don't just come around all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's just not a thing. Now, the Astros have had two in the last six years. And some people I find it interesting wanted to give um Jeff Luno credit for for a lot of this saying that well you know James Click inherited a, a, a World Series contender yeah and he also could have messed it up and a lot of and a lot of GMs probably would have because they would have wanted to put their fingerprints and their stamp on the organization uh, so you got to give credit to him for recognizing what he had but at the same time I mean, this is a man who, in the midst of one of the biggest baseball scandals in history, never let this organization dip below the ALCS. That is a rare, uh, rare feat. So I think, at the end of the day, I think I think Jim Crane screwed this up. I think his ego got the best of him. I think that sometimes to be a great leader and a boss, you may have a certain way that you run an organization, but you also have to recognize that the people that you have um, are outstanding at what they do, and your ego and your uh, you know personality has to just take a back seat. And he didn't allow that to happen. So James Click walks. I can tell you a lot of the GMs were were appalled, and it was written as such that Jim Crane would only offer this man a one year deal. I mean, this dude just put together one of the greatest bullpens in in Major League Baseball history. He kept a team together. He's he's you know he's expanded uh, a scouting department that gets nothing but kudos and praise at every turn for how they've managed to just replenish talent year over year. Crane's ego is going to run this thing into the ground. That's what it's going to be, and I feel bad for whoever comes in next. Because they're going to be damned if they do and damned if they don't, right? And if you if you think about it, would you want to be next the way that he treated James Click? I mean, Jim Crane, that is. Would you want to be the next GM of the Houston Astros knowing that even if you won a World Series, 
You might not get brought back because you're thought to be replaceable that easily. This is just a bad look for an organization that has been uh, doing so well. And um, I'm not going to say this is the beginning of the end for the Houston Astros, but uh, put a push pin in it, uh, bookmark it, and let's come back to it in a year or two and see how we're doing because this this very well could be uh, the beginning of the, uh, the, the downside of the Houston Astros dynasty for the 2020s because... Crane is going to do what Crane wants to do. It's his team. So we'll see. Uh, Other news from around the NBA. Joel Embiid scored a career high. 59 points versus the Jazz uh, last night, I believe. He went off. And the crazy thing to me is, the crazy thing is, the Jazz uh, are kind of flying under the radar for most people. This is a team that all but had given up, right? The Jazz kind of mailed it in. They traded Rudy Gobert. They traded Donovan Mitchell. They were they they declared themselves in many ways just by those actions to be in a rebuild. And don't look now, but the Jazz are third in the West at ten and five, one game out of first. Actually, technically tied because they have one more win than the the, the Trailblazers or the Nuggets, but. There's something going on in sports. Everything seems so topsy-turvy, right? The Eagles are good. The Jets are good. The Giants are good. Uh, it's it's just weird. It's befuddling. The Jazz are third in the West, and the, the Portland Trailblazers are number one. What? It's just everything seems to, I don't know. It's so weird to me. You look in the the, the Lakers are the, have the second worst record. Golden State is at the bottom of the West. Um, you know, and, and it, all the teams that aren't supposed to be doing well for the most part are, and all the teams that are supposed to be doing well are not, at least in the West, in the East, you still have the stalwarts like Milwaukee and Boston, but it's going, it's weird. It's very weird, but Joel Embiid gets a career high. I, it's not surprising. I mean, it's not easy to get 59, but, um, surprising a little bit that he hadn't, I, I don't know what his career high was before that. But he does get 59 against a good uh, Jazz team who has now lost two in a row, uh, but still tied in the West. It's just amazing. If you hadn't been paying attention to the NBA, and let's be real, a lot of us probably haven't, or a lot of you probably haven't. Uh, yeah. Pretty pretty crazy. Um, sad news out of college football and really just life, but um, three Virginia football players have been killed. Um, an ex-player is in custody after a uh, shooting on campus. The article says a former uh, University of Virginia football player suspected of killing three players, three football players, and wounding two other students on campus late Sunday night is in custody after a manhunt in Charlottesville, Virginia. During a news conference on Monday, the University of Virginia president, Jim Ryan, and three Cavaliers football players, or said three Cavaliers football players were shot and killed. Junior receiver Lavelle Davis Jr. of Dorchester, South Carolina. Junior receiver Devin Chandler of Huntsville, North Carolina. And junior defensive end linebacker Deshaun Perry of Miami. So authorities said the suspect in the shooting identified as Christopher Darnell Jones was apprehended without incident just before 11 a.m. Jones was listed as a freshman running back on the team's 2018 roster. 
And his roster bio noted that he previously played at Petersburg High School in Virginia. Ryan said two other students were shot and uh, two other students were shot and hospitalized. He said one's in good condition, one's in critical. Um, Ryan said the shooting took place on a charter bus after students returned to campus from a field trip. He called the incident a sad, shocking, and tragic day for the university. Let me say how deeply sorry I am for the victims and their families. Ryan said the students had traveled to D.C. on a Sunday to attend a play as part of a class field trip. Longo said the students enjoyed a meal together, and then someone amongst them chose to do an act of violence. About 13 minutes into the 20-minute news conference, um, where'd it go? Longo was interrupted by another law enforcement official that told Jones had been apprehended. So I don't think they know why yet. Um, I'm looking forward to this article. Pretty sad news, pretty tragic news. Uh, and not just because they're football players, just, I mean, this is students, right? Five students have been shot, three have been killed, two are in the hospital, and um, one is in custody. And it's just, it's just sad, man. Just, we're just, <sighs> this country, man, the cycle of violence that we have found ourselves in is, is, is just tragic and sad. It's a very sad story. And you always wonder, like, you know, what drives somebody to that? What what makes you go to that? It's just it's just sad. Um it 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 uh it's easy to say, you know, well, it's guns, it's you know, mental health, it's this, that, and the other. And I, I I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't. I mean, I don't know what the problem is. It's 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 simple to say. Well, if you don't have access to guns, this doesn't happen. But I don't think that that's living in a reality. And I think it's easy to say. Well, if we're going to just identify people with that have that are having these mental issues, that solves it. I don't know that that's so simple, right? I I think we've got to figure it out, and we've got to be better, but. That's a that's a difficult thing. It's a it's a very difficult topic to to uh, try to address. I think as a country, but we've got to do something. It's just it's just insane, it's just absolutely insane. And I'm a gun guy. You guys know that I'm a gun guy. I uh, I own several guns. I'm not one of those you know, right to bear arms, Second Amendment guys. But I I have guns. I enjoy owning guns and. I think it's okay. I think everybody should be allowed to, but I don't mind, you know, certain restrictions on it, but I don't know what the details are around it. Uh, I don't know why he did it. I don't know how he got the gun. Uh, just more tragedy, man. More, more, uh, more sadness, uh, as far as shootings go in this country. Pretty bad. Uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson has died after a lengthy illness. Again, I don't know what the illness was. I looked. I tried to find it. Maybe maybe some of the MMA fans here might know. But uh, I, for one, could not find what he was suffering from. Um, he had said on his Instagram that it was not COVID, but didn't say what. And um, he had posted that he had, you know, turned the corner and was feeling better. And then his manager came out later and said that uh, he had taken a turn for the worse again and that he wasn't doing well. Uh, and he passed it like 38 years old, just so tragically young. 
Um, but uh, yeah, 38 years old, Anthony Rumble Johnson dead uh, from an illness, which again, I'm not 100% sure what. Um, let me see. Hold on. Let me go to the MMA section on ESPN. Where is it? Ah, there we go. MMA. Uh, Derek Lewis's best one-liners. Oh, neat. Oh, neat. Let's see, where is it? Velasquez released a $1 million bill. Yeah, I had heard about that, too, if you didn't know. Cain Velasquez is accused of killing or shooting a man in traffic who allegedly had uh, molested his daughter or niece. They weren't going to give him bail, but now he has been released on $1 million bail. Uh, where's the Rumble Johnson story at? I can't find it. Can't find it. Damn it. I had it uh, a little bit ago. It's weird that they don't even have it on their own front page. How do you... I guess I guess it's not that big of a deal to them. But yeah, Anthony Rumble Johnson um, has died after some illness. I don't know what exactly. Um, all right. So, there's sports headlines for the day. We have a ton of NFL to get to. Don't forget, by the way, Jenny is mom going to join me at 3.15. So, oh, I got to send her an invite. Hold on. Let me go to guest star. I don't know if this is going to work, by the way. So, I'm trying to set up guest star so that um, I can use it if uh, as an option. Oh, excuse me. So it may or may not work. I don't know. Now, if it doesn't work, what we're going to do is I'll just have her connect normally uh, via the vMix call-in line or, or whatever the hell it's called. So, uh, And by the way, if you're tuning in on YouTube, we've got about three or four minutes left, and I'm going to kill that feed. So hop on over to Twitch and join us over there. Uh, should be a hoot. Going till five today. Gonna to, going to talk a lot of NFL Week Ten. Some crazy, crazy shit going on. I mean, just crazy. So we got to get to it. We gotta, we gotta discuss all that, all that. Let's see here. All right. Oh, what the hell was that? Hey, Kyle loves Ted Cruz. Just followed. Jesus, how many? How many? Um. Troll, this is not troll accounts. How many, yeah, I guess they're troll accounts. I don't know. There's Kyle Loves this Corn Song. Kyle Loves Ted Cruz. Kyle Loves Penis. Is that one yet? Is that, has anybody made that one yet? I don't know. Uh, let me send Jenny an invite here. What is it? Invite guest. Is it Jenny is mom? Jenny is mom. I think this is, wow, there's Jenny is my mommy. Jenny is my mommy. Jay is my dad. Jen is mommy. Jenny is smoking. Jenny is mad. What the hell is going on? I think this is right. I have no idea. If it's not, some weirdo is going to be joining the show randomly. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, that actually worked. I'll be damned. <laughs> default microphone well we're gonna see if it works with jenny's mom so uh if it doesn't she's still gonna join us she'll just be joining us on the regular uh not the uh what's it called 
guest star. So we'll get her on. But I, I promised him I would try to make this work because it's all been used through OBS, but nobody's ever tried to make it work through vMix. So I was like, hey, why the hell not? I'll just, how much worse can I make the show, right? All right. Um, so but until then, though, we still got 15 minutes before she joins in. Uh, let's go ahead and, and get into a little bit of the NFL this weekend. Um, because, well, actually, you know what? Here, let me. So all my slides weren't finished. Uh, let me see. NFL injuries. There we go. If you didn't know, let's start with that because I tried to bring you the NFL injuries courtesy of um, the footballguys.com. Oh, that's weird. It's backwards. Oh, that's creepy. Um, what the heck? Oh, I just turned my camera off. Oh, shit. I think I just screwed everything up now. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's backwards. Uh, all right, here's your uh, injury reports from NFL Week 10. So, Cooper Cup, a right ankle injury. Didn't look good. Sean McVay even said as much. He's like, oh, that, didn't, that didn't look good at all. They are awaiting info on this. Uh-oh, what the heck? Sorry, guys, this is all. Now it's acting crazy. I may have to close it and reopen it. He makes us act like a bitch now. Okay. Well, then be that way, you jerk-ass jerk. Well, Jenny's ready, but I uh, I don't know. My my video doesn't seem to be working, so that sucks. Uh, anyways, Cooper Cup, right ankle injury. They're awaiting info. He's going to be doubtful for week 11, so plan accordingly if you have Cooper Cup on your fantasy team. Jerry Judy also has a left ankle injury. Again, awaiting info for him. And is questionable for week 11. Leonard Fournette has a hip contusion. That never sounds good. They were waiting info on him. He's got a bye week, fortunately, coming up for week 11. Tampa Bay is off, so that's good for them. Probably get an update from football guys next week for going into week 12. Zach Ertz has a left knee injury. They are awaiting info. He is doubtful for week 11. Uh, and then some follow-ups. Kyler Murray. <sighs> This killed me in fantasy because I had Kyler Murray as my starting quarterback, and I don't have a backup. I have Deshaun Watson sitting on my bench. And I didn't even know Murray was on the fence to be starting or not. And so I just look at my uh, email midway through the day, and I see, oh, Kyler Murray out. I was like, no. So uh, if I lose this week, that's why. It's not because I suck or my team sucks. Blame Kyler Murray. Can we skip fantasy talk this week? No, Behannon, we can't skip. Why is that working, by the way? I thought I killed that stupid-ass shark. Oh, he suggested a poll, that's why. God, I got to turn that off. Uh, yeah, we don't do fantasy until tomorrow. Um, no, it, it, you can suggest a poll. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I mean, I'll ask the poll. Here we go. I'm going to ask it just like you said, too. Can we skip fantasy this week? Yes, no, doesn't matter because we're doing it anyway. Oh, I won't let me put all that. We'll just go yes, no. All right, you got five minutes. Go vote. Like I said, it doesn't matter. 
Um, I need content, so <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, all right, so some up, other updates. Kyler Murray, hamstring issue day-to-day, questionable for week 11. Well, yeah, out for week 10. That would have been good to know. Jamar Chase has a hip avulsion fracture. That does not sound good. It does not sound appealing. I don't know what an avulsion is, but it doesn't sound good. Uh, it sounds like like a female body part, honestly. If I'm being an, an avulsion, like you know, yeah, it's right above the avulsions. Day to day, Jamar Chase doubtful for Week 11, and uh, as I'm sure a lot of you in the chat are curious about, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, right knee sprain, day to day, questionable for Week 11 as well. So there's your uh, NFL uh, injury updates. What in the heck is happening? Hold on, let me see. Where's my? I mean, so I see Jenny. Let me put her in a, in a slot here. Send to slot one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see her. I don't see her. I don't see her. Um. Oh oh oh! I I see her. Uh, hold on. Now she can't see me though. Let's see here. V mix. Yeah, she can't see me, and it's a, like a really, really bad connection, like a terrible connection, and it's not even showing up over here. This is a nightmare. This sucks. Uh, all right, Jenny, you know what? Just abort and then just join in regular. So just uh, hello, Jenny. Hello, hello. Yeah, just abort and join in regular. It's not showing up on the screen, so. Just, just, just come in on the on the regular link, mom. Well, I don't, the, the nobody will see you, so just join in on the regular link. Nah, yeah, the regular link. All right, that sucks. So much for that. I got to figure that out. I don't know why that's not working, but ah, such is life. They said it should work with a browser uh, connection, but. It did not. So there you go. All right. So there's your NFL um, injury report for the week. Before we bring in Jenny's mom at 315, uh, a couple things I want to discuss from NFL week 10. And we're going to get into the scores and uh, we'll go like we always do. We'll go through game by game. But um, I want to talk first and foremost about a guy who... Uh, might be, might be the happiest man on the planet right now, Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts with the, when last week, when the Colts and Jim Ursay fired Frank Reich, uh, he announced Jeff Saturday, Ursay did announce Jeff Saturday as the backup, uh, or not the backup, the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And a lot of people, including myself and other talking heads, were like, well, seems like a stretch. I mean, the dude has no experience. He has no real qualifications for the job of NFL head coach other than the fact that he played and he coached some high school football. But all he does is come in in his first week and win on short notice with the, you know, one of the, like, I think, QB coaches becomes the play caller. and um, Fortunately for him, though, the draw was Las Vegas. That's, that's who he had to make his coaching debut against was the Las Vegas Raiders. 
And uh, Hardtop said, luckiest SOB on the planet. Yeah, that's the other part of that, uh, Philip. What's, hold on, something's wrong with my V-Mix over here. The, uh, the page is not updating. See, so, okay, yeah, that's, let me try this again. Sorry, you guys. Of course, more tech problems. Let's see, view. Hmm. It's just frozen. Okay, well, maybe I'll turn it off and try it again. On view. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, going to have to cut uh, YouTube loose. Thank you guys for joining. Who did anybody even join over there? I didn't even look. I didn't even look. We're just gonna have to kill it. If you are watching on YouTube. Uh, come join us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. That's the point of that. <laughs> uh, but we'll try to get tomorrow. Uh, we'll go live on YouTube for about the thir- first 30 minutes of the show. Uh, give you guys an opportunity, check it out and then come hang out with us on Twitch. So we'll see you over there. All right. That one, uh, did I kill the right one? I did. <laughs> that would have been bad. Uh, for some reason, the window that I use to put, uh, that stuff on is not working. Oh, all of a sudden, now it's back. Tygo's the runner, uh, meaning me. I don't know what that means. Will Cower ever go back to coaching? Oh, that's a good question. Will, will Cower ever go back? I, I'm not sure. That's a really good question. Um, but Jeff Saturday becomes the beneficiary of, one, playing the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, who are just an awfully bad football team. I mean, Derek Carr breaking down and having an emotional moment at the podium because he's sick of how bad it's going. And, I mean, hell, who can blame him? They lost the most uh, one-score games, second most in history, I believe. So not going great for, for Vegas. And if you're Jeff Saturday, here's the ironic thing. Here's the hilarious thing about Jeff Saturday, right? So gets his coaching debut for the Colts. Um, This... Name the interim. Life is good. And he's playing Las Vegas. And um, not two weeks ago, Jeff Saturday, the same Jeff Saturday, was on Twitter. Uh-oh. Well, uh, he was on Twitter and uh, tweeted out the following. Eh, let's see. Okay. Uh, I got that right. There we go. Uh, the Raiders look horrible, which is hilarious. Now this, this was not in game. Okay. This was not like, Oh, uh, this team I'm coaching against. Look, this was just as an ESPN analyst two weeks ago, he tweets out, ah, the Raiders look terrible, finds himself coaching against this team two weeks later and beats them. And you got to give him some credit because one, he had a short week, not a lot of prep time, but everybody bought in. And he did kind of a ballsy thing to some people at least. And he went back to Matt Ryan. And he was like, well, I knew I was going to do it. I watched him in practice. I felt like he gave us the best chance to win. But he goes back to Matt Ryan. Sam Ellinger was terrible. If Sam Ellinger was like a, a legitimate threat to be an NFL quarterback, he would have already been given those time, kinds of opportunities. So Matt Ryan gets the job back. Not that Matt Ryan was doing great, 
But I think Matt Ryan still gave you a better chance to win than Sam Ellinger, even as bad as it was going. So um, he, he gets the job back thanks to Jeff Saturday, and they go out and they beat a bad football team in the, Raider, in the Raiders. Raiders have the second-worst record in the NFL but in front of the Texans. That's it. It sucks. Uh, but, you know, Saturday's feeling good. He gave everybody in the locker room a game ball. I'm like, really? That's that's what you're doing? That kind of takes all the fun out of a game ball, doesn't it? Uh, the time off probably did him some good. Who, Matt Ryan? Yeah, true, true. Uh, true that potch. But at the same time, mm, you know, um, I just thought, I, I agree with you that neither one of them are a great option, but I mean, how old is Matt Ryan? He's 38. How old is Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan is oh, 37. So, I mean, you got Matt Ryan. And don't tell me that he's too old because Aaron Rodgers, oh, well, he's not having a good year. And, uh, well, Tom Brady. All right, well, maybe, maybe that's the limit then, right? Maybe 37 is the cutoff for good NFL quarterbacks. Um, but he gets the job done. I, it, it, let's look at the uh, let's look at the stats real quick. Let me let me pull up the box score for it. Don't forget, in about five minutes, three minutes actually, Jenny's mom going to join me, and we are going to talk. Uh, hell, everything. I don't know. I don't know. What, what do we always do? We always bullshit and have a good time. In fact, there she is. Oh wait, she's reconnecting. Um, where is it? Oh, there we go. 25-20 was the final in that one. There you go. There's your box score. 21 of 28. That's pretty efficient. That's pretty bad, but still. Uh, 222 yards and a touchdown. Sacked once at a 58 QBR. Derek Carr uh, starts the game 0 for 5 in the first quarter. Didn't complete a pass. And then goes 24 of 38 for 248 yards, two touchdowns, a 53 QBR. But it's just the Raiders are bad, man. The Raiders are bad. And, you know, I mean, they traded. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that box score. That's that's just disgusting, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Now, I didn't watch this game, but I'm curious. What you had, oh, he was two of three field goals, so he missed a field goal. One extra point was good. How do you go seven six 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 and not miss two extra points? So they go for two. I mean, like I don't know. That's super weird. That's super weird. But um, yeah, Matt Ryan back in the saddle. Two hundred twenty-two yards passing. Which nowadays in this year's NFL, at least two hundred twenty-two yards passing is about average. I mean, that's just that's a decent day at the office. This this box score. For a lot of QBs in 2022, it's not bad. It's a decent day at the office. But this is what really mattered, though. Jonathan Taylor back back on uh, big time rushing. Uh, had a 66-yard run. They said it was his longest rush since, like, 2021 or some shit. So getting Taylor back obviously helped quite a bit. And if you can get 200 yards rushing, uh, then, you know, 222 yards passing becomes secondary, especially if you get two touchdowns. Now, Matt Ryan had one of those on a, on a little scramble. Was it a scramble or a sneak? I don't know. I have to go look. I wouldn't watch this game. You couldn't pay me to watch this game. That's how bad it probably was. But it's just an interesting dynamic. New head coach. 
talk shit about this team two weeks ago, goes out and faces them, beats them. And then, and then the, and then the really, the really sad part about all this is that, uh, Derek Carr is, 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 uh, beside himself. There was, I tried to find the video for you guys. I wanted you to see it, but, uh, Derek Carr getting very emotional at his press conference and, uh, and then I saw somebody tweet out like, man, the Raiders used to be the meanest, toughest organization. Now you got dudes crying at the podium. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, one, yeah, true, true, true. He's like, I bet the old heads are rolling in their grave. Okay, fair enough. But at the same time, man, if you're a guy like Derek Carr and you put, what is it, nine years he's been with the Raiders? How long has he been with the Raiders? It's been a while. And they just seem to be, you know, not close enough. Every year. And uh, Kiki QT, what? Oh, was he on that list? I didn't even notice that. They renamed Jeff this weekend. He's now Jeff Sunday. Damn it, poor Marine. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Ryan was looking old last year. Well, that's true. Oh, uh, well, that guy, well, they get the Eagles next week, I believe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I said, I can't wait for the Colts look terrible tweet. That would be funny, right? That would be hilarious if he was like, these Colts suck. And they're like, well, now you're the coach. Um, How about a shot of Diet Coke? No, we're not doing, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm just doing sips, but yeah, no shot today. Uh, What was I looking for? I was going to look for something. What the hell was it? My head itches. I haven't cut my hair yet. That's why I'm wearing a hat, by the way. Um, I want you guys to see it. Look at that. Look at that. My goodness. That's the longest my hair has been in forever. Uh, and I was going to cut it this weekend. And then I was like, eh, I'm not. So I was going to cut it this morning. Didn't have time. Need to. So bad, though. Oh, and by the way, I got to say, shout out real quick. Shout out to my boy, uh, Gustavo, uh, over at Gooseworks. He, uh, he fired off this shirt to me. And he was like, I just saw it on, I saw him posting about it on uh, Instagram. I was like, yo, those are, those are fly. Uh, and it wasn't like I was like fishing for one. I was just, he makes cool shit. And I liked it because it's got, if you look at the bottom, it says Saturday, November 5th. It's got all the details. Saturday, November 5th, Minute Maid Park, Houston, Texas, game six, uh, score four to one, series four to two. Pretty dope little shirt. And, uh. He was like, what's your, uh, what's your address? I'm going to send you one. I was like, well, that was dope. That was nice of you, sir. Uh, not necessary, but uh, very much appreciate. And so since I wore the uh, camo uh, sweats, because I wasn't, I wasn't putting on jeans today. I wasn't feeling it. Uh, where's Jenny's mom? What happened to her? It's 318. She fell off. Having trouble with my mic. It goes in and out. Unplugged it. Maybe we can talk using speakers on my computer. Uh, not a good idea, Jenny. That will sound awful. Mom, flatline. Yeah, she bailed on us. Nah, she's having mic problems. Go figure. Somebody in this uh, family's having tech issues. Huh. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Uh, one deep said, are you losing weight? No, uh, I'm still fat as fuck. So, still just a big fat blob of shit. I think it just might be the beards hiding my fat jawline. 
that maybe that's what it is. I don't know. No, I'm I'm still fat as fuck. Uh, hey, by the way, what's up to everybody on Podbean? Jared Taylor, D Mac, Titan Hugo, Chris Reyes. Good to see you guys. Thank you all for being there. Didn't start until like two thirty. Yes, that is correct. Didn't start until two thirty. Tech problems as per usual. Uh, oh, we got to look at the poll. B Hannon's poll. Let's view the results. Let's let's all look at B Hannon's poll. 50-50. split. Can we skip fantasy this week? Yes, no, 50-50. Well, I'm like uh, Kamala Harris in the Senate. I get the deciding tie vote. And the vote is no, we're not skipping it. And guess what? Uh, we wouldn't have skipped it anyways. I don't give a fuck if it had been 100%. We're doing uh, fantasy probably tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't go through all the trouble of making all these fancy-ass slides like this and automating it for us to fucking skip it every week. I do need to finish the standings. This is the only standings I have done. So, I got to get them done. If, if, and I don't even know that y'all give a fuck about the standings, but... I gotta get those. Gotta get those done and updated as well. It just takes so goddamn long. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Oh, Jenny is mom. Not yet. Oh, she said I don't know what to do. Plug is bad. I'll keep trying. Oh, damn it! Damn it, Jenny. Uh, what was I gonna do? There was something I wanted to. What the heck was I gonna do? Oh, yeah. Where's my uh, where's my text at? So I asked Gustavo. He where did where did it go? There it goes. Uh, if you want one of these dope ass shirts, I am putting the link in the chat for you. This is not an ad. This is not um like. Wait, nope, that wasn't it. Uh-oh. What the heck was that? Hold on. Oh, that's not it. Let's see here. Okay, what the heck is it? What the heck is happening? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Wow, this is this is so weird. Uh, there's all kind of crazy shit going on. Let's see, pop out the chat. Uh, I don't see what's happening. Let's see. Clear the chat. Let's try this again. Clear the chat. And you and me got almost a fifty-fifty chance of winning fantasy football this week. Are we playing each other, Cisco? Is that what it is? That sucks. Uh, damn it. Why is this not working? Copy link address. Here we go. Does this work? Yay. There you go. So if you want uh, one of these bad boys, there's the link. I told him I would post it for him. Um, not necessary. I mean, you know, there's a dope ass shirt though, but I like, I really like the bottom. I really like the bottom. I thought that was a great idea to put all the info about the game on there. Uh, our, and here comes the rain again. Oh, really? Will Barry be watching the slave labor cup in two weeks? Nope. I can guess that LOL Qatar just killed dudes to build stadiums. That's crazy. 
That is crazy. Did you really, Jen? You just ordered two? Oh, that's dope. Good for you. Uh, I love it. I love that it's the old school colors. I didn't like the old school logo, like the shooting star and stuff, but I love the old school colors. So I can dig that. Uh, just sitting here watching a small blizzard. Oh, shit. That's wild. Oh, up in uh, Oklahoma. You know what? I, I'm torn about this. I need to know more about Qatar and like what's what's their track record. I know they have a pretty bad um, human rights thing human rights history but i don't know like like what like i don't want to just go off of what people say i want to i need to learn for myself because i also do want to watch the world cup for for a change believe it or not i mean all these hype videos about the men's national team being great and all that i was like oh well shit i need to i need to watch Mm, well i don't want to support it if it's you know their track record for human rights is garbage. I don't want to do that. So we'll see. Um, we shall see. All right. We'll close that. Uh, we are still waiting on Jenny's mom. She's she's trying. I keep hearing her log in and out. The World Cup is amazing. It's like March Madness. Is it really? Eh. Sir, I'm going to need you to calm down on the hyperbole. I feel like. I feel like. If you're a soccer fan, you think that. But if you're a cash, like, yeah, KB Holmes, I had started to watch it, and then I was just like, yeah, I got shit to do. Uh, but ESPN just did an E60 on Qatar Human Rights. Let's Google it. Let's just see. Let's just see what uh, the interwebs say. Qatar Human Rights Issues. In 2021 uh, report, Human Rights Watch documented that Qatari laws, regulations, and practices impose discriminatory male guardianship rules, which deny women the right to make key decisions about their life. Well, I'm out. Yep, fuck that. That is pretty shitty. No thanks. I'm not going to support a uh, a country that won't, yeah. The state of human rights in Qatar is concerned for several non-governmental organizations, such as Human Rights Watch. Uh, awareness grew internationally after Qatar's selection of the stage in the 2022 World Cup. Domestic servants, who are often poor women from Southeast Asian countries, have few rights and can become victims of human trafficking, sometimes forced into prostitution. There are restrictions on individual rights, such as freedom of expression and sodomy laws exist to punish homosexual men. Qatar's legal system is a mixture of civil law and Islamic law. Flogging is enforced as a punishment and capital punishment, although rare in recent times, was enforced in 2020 for the first time in 17 years. National Human Rights Committee was established in 2002 to investigate abuses. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, not a fan of that. Not a fan on treating people like shit. Not a, not a fan on, uh, enslaving women. Not a, not a big fan of that. Uh, hmm, sounds familiar. They are bad. Simple. It's hard not to find how bad. It's not hard to find how bad. Oh. Sitting there in your Nikes judging Qatar LOL World Cup. What what does what what does that what does one have to do with the other? They won't allow drinking at the World Cup, I thought. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. 
that there's no drinking. That's I guess that's a violation of Islamic law. Catfish, I'm curious what is sitting here in my Nikes judging Qatar. Um, explain. Um, are you are you suggesting that it's hypocritical for me to wear Nikes and instead judge a a country who uh oh is Jenny's mom back? Nope. Mom, wave if you can see me. Oh, it's a frozen picture. Uh, it's a lot different. Poor Marim said it's a little different, Catfish. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. Um, damn, Jensen, I just got my shipping notification from Gooseworks. I literally placed the order five minutes ago. That's insane. They don't fuck around, man. You don't fuck around. They got a pretty dope little store, too. Got some really cool uh, options. Um, yeah, Catfish, I think it's a lot different, right? Like, I, I, I think that capturing women and putting them into prostitution is a lot different than maybe um, taking advantage of lax labor laws and paying somebody four bucks to make a shoe who willingly goes there to work. Now, I don't know if it is, are they forced to make Nikes? Are they, do they, or do they just capture kids in the jungles of where the, where are Nikes made at? I don't know. They just, and I don't know why I said jungles, like, I don't know, Southeast Asia, uh, made in China. Yeah. That's not even, not even a thing. I mean, maybe, well, we all know China's human rights record isn't great. So in that regard, catfish, I'm going to need you to literally take every single item that you own and burn it. Because pretty much everything you own is made in China. Pretty much everything we all own now is made in China. So if we're going to go off of that, then since these Nikes were made in China, I guess that bah, we all got to burn our shit. So he said I was kidding. No, you don't get to throw that out there. Um, Chris said that's some good customer service. It really is. Uh, they have the option of making Reebok, Nike, or Adidas. Damn it, Rudy Rod. That's so funny. That's pretty damn funny, dude. That's really funny. Christopher Mina said uh, Jacob DeGrom to the Rangers. They really got for the, they're really going for that third place title. Oh, did he really? Hey, God forbid that the Angels would have made that move. I mean, they already did the Noah Syndergaard thing. Oh, boy. Look at that. Look at that lack of hair uh, or needing a haircut. <laughs> Barry off the rails for a sec, but I sent you a message on Facebook with the ad about the December show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, dang, if people hung up on human rights and ethics, going to be a bunch of naked people never watching international sports. I mean, well, I think there's a difference between like ethically sourced shoes and shit like that and, you know, underpaying I don't know. Uh, now, of course, I'm sure if we watched a documentary on Nikes, we'd all be appalled. Like, what? I don't know. Maybe it is hypocritical. Maybe Catfish is right. Um, but I think there's I think there's a difference. But what the fuck do I know? I'm just a, a fucking idiot talking to a microphone. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, wait, wait. What is this? Oh, that's the... That's the Jeff Saturday tweet. That's already good. Uh, so let's do it. Let's go through the NFL. Let's uh, picture us frozen. Yep. Jenny said, I don't know what to do. Plug is bad. I'll keep trying to see you, but you keep going in and out and your picture just stops. 
Your voice is going in and out. Something is definitely fucked up. Yeah, we'll just try. We can try again tomorrow. No big deal. We'll just figure it out tomorrow. Uh, Streamathon still on. So Jen and I still haven't talked, but I'll be honest with you. Um, probably not on. Um, unless she has an amazing ability to talk me out of canceling it. Um, just given my current state, um, this is not the time for me to try to be pulling off a streamathon. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I told Nora, like, I just don't need another L. I just don't need another thing to fail on me or go bad or not meet my expectations or just meet expectations in general and fall short and disappoint and. I'm getting enough of that everywhere else. I just don't need to create something that I'll, that adds to it. So, I mean, just being honest, yeah, I don't. I mean, we're we would be a little over three and a half weeks out. We've done nothing, so no. Um, as of right now, I'm saying no streamathon. So, Paul Marine said there's a Netflix special on FIFA. Uh, they are horrible humans for Qatar to what? For Qatar to get the cup after places like Russia, it's amazing people forget. And they used the sex slaves to add to the money for Qatar. Jesus, that is terrible. Uh, did y'all ever go eat at Cabo Bob's? No, we never met for lunch. We never linked up. So, uh, Flip says for a good cause. Yep, I get that. Flip, I get that. Um, yeah, I get it. So, <laughs> Jen said, can't be annual if it doesn't happen every year. Well, you can skip a year and it'd still be annual. I mean, shit happens. <laughs> Jen said, who's done nothing? Oh, Jen. Um, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> um, that's why we needed to talk. We really do. Yeah, I'm just, it's, I'm telling you. My, where I'm at uh, mentally is not conducive to a stream of thought. So. Uh, let's talk some NFL football. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. Uh, oh, he's still got those Houston shirts on his website. Oh, that's dope. Good for you, bud. Oh, I just, I just looked at the hoodie. You're right. Uh, Donna, those do look good. All right, let's do this. We'll just take a quick Barry. Meet me somewhere. I will cheer you up, bro. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, but I'm, I'll be all right. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get out of this somehow, some way. We'll figure it out. Um, or maybe it'll just pass. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I've never I've never experienced anything like it. So uh, we'll figure it out. Um, all right. Let's do this. I got to pee. So let's take a quick break. And uh, then we're going to come back. And we're just going to go through the box scores for every NFL game. And, um, and just kind of rehash it. I uh, did watch the Texans-Giants. Um, I did watch last night's. Uh, Chargers Niners game, which was really interesting. Uh, we got to talk about game of the year for sure. Bills and Vikings, along with catch of the year, maybe catch of the decade. I mean, that shit was amazing. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go through all that, all that. Uh, but let me pee first, and then we'll go. Uh, I have no problem with Twitch. Picture's good, sound is good. No, it no, it wasn't working. Um, obviously we'll, we'll just do it tomorrow Jen. all right so let me take a quick break let me go pee don't go anywhere by the way do not go anywhere uh, when we come back 
I'm going to pull up the box scores on ESPN and we will take a gander at all the games and discuss. Maybe we'll discuss some college football. Maybe we can predict how the rankings will fall out uh, tomorrow when they do the updated playoff rankings. Plus, uh, for those of you that are MMA fans, we can still talk UFC 281. I did watch the main event and the co-main event, so we can get into that as well. Hey, what's up, Dr. Dre on 290? So we're going to get to all of that and more right after this quick break. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're right back right after this.
hour number two-ish, I guess. Of Barry on Deck, I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, uh, those of you that didn't, can go have sex with yourself. Hey, what's up to everybody uh, listening on Podbean, Jared Taylor, D-Mac, Titan Hugo, Chris Reyes. Thank you guys for being over there. Uh, we have, uh, I see D-Mac asked about how much more time on Podbean. Looks like we have, yeah, it's only been up for like an hour. So we good, we good, we good. You got about another 52 minutes left. What's going on in the chat? Driving back to 713 from Aggieland. Dre, you were in uh, College Station, huh? Boy, speaking of the Aggies. Jesus. Yes. That is just a program in complete disarray. And somebody asked me before, what do you do about Jimbo? I don't think you do anything. I think you just got to. I mean, they've been banged up, but that's still not an excuse. I think he needs to get a better QB, but I don't know. I mean. I'm sure if he had the answers, he would figure it out. I think maybe he needs to fire some coordinators. I don't know, man. It's an absolute mess. It's atrocious. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a team have so much success in the offseason and be this bad. Like this bad. They're awful. I mean, they weren't great last year. They were good, you know. To think this team was ranked sixth in the country to start the season, what? Just awful. And uh, I think a lot of it is quarterback play. But also injuries and, yeah, it's just, man. Pretty gross. Pretty gross. Look at me hand and go, Cougs. Yeah, whatever. I got to take this hat off. I'm sorry. I don't care. My hair's all jacked up. I don't give a shit. It's it's whatever. It, that hat is hurting my goddamn head. Uh, UH laid it on Kurt Warner's son. Oh, well. What was that, SMU? No, that was last week. Um, Who did they play? Not Navy. Notre Dame played Navy, right? I don't know. We'll look at the box scores here in just a minute. Uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to look at NFL Week 10. Man, my forehead is red as shit. That's how you know that that hat was too tight. Let's see, NFL scores. Oh, by the way, we can look at the Laminator 5000. Not a good week for the Laminator 5000. It didn't do well. We'll look at it tomorrow after Monday Night Football. Tonight, Monday Night Football, Commanders at the Eagles. Could be, oh, they played Temple. Um, Not one you want to throw a party for. Commanders at Eagles, it is a division game, but. So let's go through the sketch. And uh, let's see. Let's, uh, bloop, 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 bloop. There we go. Definitely thought Aggie was going to be better than LSU this year. I think a lot of people did, Amos. A lot of people did. And, and rightfully so, right? I mean... Especially after that start, Brian Kelly, you know, coming in and... Uh, expectations were tempered, right? Like, I don't think anybody expected LSU to win the SEC West. No way. No way. That's exactly what they did. Especially after starting off losing to Florida State. Excuse me. Pretty crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. So here's your NFL uh, Week 10 schedule. What does this say? Definitely thought Aggie was going to be better than, oh, yeah. 
Ain't a bad coach. I don't know if Jimbo's a bad coach. Um, like I said, man, he's a hell of a recruiter, but I think too he's having some problems with QB. Washington, Carolina needs to swap cities for football teams, right? Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, we don't really need to do Thursday. It ain't all that. Uh, Texas Giants. Let's get into that first. A lot of Texans fans, I guess. Um, I'm never going to let it go. As I said on Twitter, I am the mayor of Petty Town. And I just won re-election. So I am going to continue to bring up the fact that everybody told us Davis Mills was taking a step forward. Look how good this guy is in OTAs. I swear to you, I might spend the whole offseason finding it. Fair warning. Let me let me just do this. Notice to Houston media, bloggers, Twitterers, Facebookers, radio talkers, TV people, writers. This is a notice to every single one of you. Friend or foe, whether we've met, whether I know you or not. I am going to sit down on Twitter and I'm going to find every single tweet that said Davis Mills had taken a giant leap forward in OTAs. That he looked so much better than he did last year. I'm going to find all of those tweets And we're going to have a discussion about two things. One, you falling for bullshit that's been fed to you by Nick Casario and others within the organization trying to hype up a bum at quarterback. And two, you being so fucking unoriginal that you just tweet what other people say. Or maybe, hell, we'll add a third one. You have the worst eye of of anybody that watches football to sit here and think that Davis Mills has taken a giant step forward. The only thing he's taken is a shit on the field every time he plays. Davis Mills is awful. Davis Mills is not an NFL caliber quarterback. Stop with the bullshit already. It's, I mean, like, all offseason. Ah, oh, look at him at OTAs. They didn't even have pads on. Why well, he just stepped a huge step forward. That's what Nick Casario said. So I'm going to go ahead and run with that too. You're all frauds. All of you. Every single one of you. Davis Mills is what Davis Mills is. Bad at a QB. Bad at being a QB in the NFL. Stop it. I'm just like, every time I watch the game, I'm like, really? This is the guy that took a step forward? This inaccurate? This guy? This guy. I mean, some of the bullshit that you heard about, I mean, he didn't even need a wristband towards the end. That's how smart he is. Who gives a fuck? Maybe he should have wore a wristband. It would have helped him complete some passes with his old inaccurate ass. It's terrible. It's terrible. And as the mayor of Petty Town... Uh, I declare an open season on your shitty NFL takes about Davis Mills, and I'll be calling everybody. Demata said, what are OTAs? That's, um, uh, it's uh, what is it called? Off-season training. They don't even wear pads, Demata. It's like they get out there in biker shorts and mesh top jerseys, like 
halfway cut that shows their belly button like the 80s. And they run around and they play foosball. They don't tackle. They don't hit each other. It's just fucking walkthroughs. It's terrible. He's terrible. It's terrible. And every time I watch a Texans game, it pisses me off when I think about all the bullshit media people that told us how good he looked. Assholes. The lot of you. The whole lot of you. Oh, but Barry, he threw for 319. I don't give a shit. Did you watch the game? Look at that QBR, 33.3. For fuck's sake, D-Mata could go out and get a 33.3. He's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I think they trade everybody except this cat right here, Damian Pierce. How about just, just cut everybody? I don't even give a shit. Just cut them all. Just cut them all. And then I got to listen to shit about, uh, well, yeah, Lovey Smith. He's not ready to make a change at quarterback yet. He's going to try to make some other changes. And what? What are you going to change? What do you mean you're not, not ready to make a change at quarterback? Why? I mean, not that I want them to do good. I, I just keep tanking. Keep tanking. I'll be honest with you. I'll be dead ass honest with you. I hope that the Texans continue to play Davis Mills. I do. I hope the Texans continue to play Davis Mills. I hope that they only win that one game all year, and I hope that they suck. I hope that they suck as bad as they've been sucking and suck some more. I hope they suck, 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 suck. Because then at least at the end of the season, everyone can snap out of this fairy tale that they're in about, ah, oh, well, Davis Mills has taken a step forward, and we can finally face the reality that he's not a good NFL quarterback, and this franchise can move on and finally make the decision to draft a guy who might actually be productive at the position for this team in this league. Because Davis Mills ain't it. So suck, get the first pick, Draft a quarterback, get rid of Davis Mills, or relegate him to a backup. I don't care. But they're awful, and he's awful, and just keep being awful so we can all just kind of agree that he ain't it. When you're an asshole as QB, it fucks up the whole team. That coach is stupid. Yeah. Alex said, whoa, 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 what? If Pep's name was Frank, he wouldn't have thought he was going to be a great OC. What? I, I, I guess. I guess. It's not the hub category you're thinking about, Iman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd look like solid QBs during OTAs against Texans defense. Well, that's true, too. Uh, although, I, I, you know, I'll still give him credit, man. I think the secondary has a ton of bright spots. I, I think the secondary has... Um, there's, there's, they still have a lot of problems and they talked about it in the game with Petrie's uh, inability to tackle and he recognizes it. And yeah, you got to play better. But Pep sounds like a guy who has great play calling ability. No, no. I mean, that's the other thing. Let's just be real, man. Yeah, no, I do agree. Yesterday, the secondary wasn't good and they have their moments, right? I mean, Stingley has looked Lost at times. Petrie looks like he can't tackle. But early on, they flashed some signs of, hey, maybe these guys can be legit. And they're still rookies, and they're still learning the game. 
Paul Perry, so is Davis Mills. He only had 11 starts. Blah, 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 blah. God, I'm so sick of hearing that. Seriously. Well, don't forget, Davis Mills only had 11 starts at Stanford. So why'd you draft him? Why did you draft him if he only had 11 starts at Stanford? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. He was a flyer. He was a, eh. Well, he, he should have been. Davis Mills should have been a sixth-round pick, not a third-round pick. Not a, oh, oh, we finally, it's our turn. We get to go. Davis Mills. What? You did what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. And as a Texans fan, I have the right to be angry about it. Uh, anyone want a 33-year-old Super Bowl winning quarterback? Bro, are you are you shitting me? Yeah. I'd trade for I'd trade for Russ right now in a heartbeat. Yeah. 100%. Over Davis Mills? Pfft, you kidding me? <laughs> See, Juan knows. Look at Juan. Even Osweiler had a good game or two. Exactly. This guy's garbage. He sucks. They suck. It sucks. It all sucks. I can't wait until the first pick in the draft and they announce a quarterback and we don't have to see Davis Mills on the field anymore. That's all I'm waiting on. That's all I care about. That's all I'm hoping for. Let's just get rid of you. Uh, but boy, oh boy, Pierce is a good one, isn't he? Pierce is a good one. Um, I don't know. Just this whole team is just yeesh. They're like, well, Nico Collins could overtake Brandon Cook. There's no, I mean, let's let's just let's just look at this team. Let's just go to let's just go to the Texans. Let's look at the depth chart and let's just count how many guys you would want on your team. If you were another NFL team, you ready? Yeah. Bah. Yes. Damian Pierce. Bah. Nah, nah. Yeah. Okay. Brandon cooks. Of course his attitude sucks. Okay. Larry Tunsil. Like none of these, none, there's three guys on the entire offensive side of the ball that you would want. You'd want Damian Pierce, Brandon Cooks, and Laramie Tunsil. That's it. There's 11 men on the offensive side of the ball plus backups, and you would want none of that garbage. Defensive side of the ball? Oh, here we go. You ready? Nobody's clamoring for Derek Stingley Jr., even though I think he's a you know, could be a player in the league. And the same thing with Jalen Petrie. Nobody's like, oh, I can't I can't wait to get my hands on those guys. And and don't give me that. Well, they're young. Well, bitch, Damian Pierce is a rookie too. And like 24 teams to 28 teams in this league would take Damian Pierce right now off the Texans' hands to be their starting RB1. And I, again, I'll say I, I think the secondary has a chance to be decent. They're not right now, but they have a chance. But this team has three names, and that is it. And Cooks has an attitude problem. And Laramie Tunsil might be the most penalized left tackle in football with all of his false starts and shit. It's just they're just, they're just bad. Bad. 
Trade Brandon Cooks, get a draft pick. Oh, my bad. It's too late because the trade deadline's gone. Terrible. <sighs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, Hope Pierce learns to hold on to the ball. Yeah, he does He does have a little bit of the fumblies. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I fear that Pierce is going to get injured really bad, though, because of how much contact he invites. Well, I mean, those kind of guys, you know... I don't know about really badly, but I I think he's you know he's gonna get bumped and bruised some for sure. Uh, well, Mills is gonna groom new QB. No, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Uh, Casario and Cal sucks major ass. Would you let either one of them in your kickball team? No. Okay. Can we talk about how the Texans kicked a field goal with five seconds left in the game? They were down by eight. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you got to get actually. Weren't they down by more than eight? Were they down by eight? No, I thought it was like you needed two scores. Yeah, no, they were down by more than eight. It was uh, twenty-four to thirteen. Yeah, it was right here. Because if you add the field goal at the end, that's sixteen. That's so it was twenty-four to thirteen. So eight would have made it twenty-one. Yeah, so you needed you needed uh you needed a touchdown or two point conversion and a field goal. So you kicked a field goal and at least maybe you can get uh onside kick, recover, Hail Mary, touchdown, two point conversion. I mean, who wouldn't expect the Texans to be able to pull that off? This fucking team, you can you can give them how many plays did they have to score a fucking touchdown and they got they managed to muster one. Now all of a sudden you think you're going to get an onside kick and and just magically get one? This team ran how many plays? A total of 60 plays. I mean, at that point, it didn't even matter. Your defensive backs are only as good as your pass rush. Yep. That too. That too. Although, I mean, I still think Stingley and, and well, one, Petrie just needs to tackle better. They talked about it on the broadcast yesterday, and it was obvious watching it. But I think Stingley has, you know, the ability to cover. Uh, he's no sauce gardener, I'll tell you that much. Sauces looked pretty damn good. but And corners are going to get burned. That's the thing, right? I mean, shit, we lived through the whole Kareem Jackson, uh, Jonathan Joseph era. And them boys would giveth and taketh away. You know what I mean? Like, you'd just be like, oh, my God, just turn your head around. Find the ball. Well, that's not how they teach them. Jesus, well, teach them different. But then they would make some plays. So, hey, Steve-O, thank you for the 69. I like. Thank you, buddy. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, just bad. I don't know. Uh, what does it say? Oh yeah. Jim Crane or Cal McNair. Oh, give me Crane. I mean, like you said, at least, uh, he's got rings. He's got hardware. Cal McNair has a PlayStation and, and, and nepotism and his, and his, you know, he was handed the franchise by his daddy. Come on. Uh, it's like coaching first year little league outfielders. They don't uh, have the first clue what they're doing. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, it kind of is. All right, let's get back to some more of the games. I'm I'm done bitching about the Texans. I mean, I probably shouldn't be, but I, I, I could keep going. I could keep going, but it gets boring. Okay. 
Uh, let's talk Seattle, Tampa Bay. Oh, Brady's back. Back again. Guess who's back? Tell up, friend. By the way, you look at the box score and you're like, wait a minute, Leonard Fournette threw a pass? Yeah, he did to Tom Brady, who slipped and busted his ass and then cheated and tripped the defender. It was bad. It was a bad uh, sequence of events. They tried to throw a pass to Tom Brady. What are you doing? What is you doing? Seahawks fall to six and four. Bucks improve to five and five. They played in Germany, and apparently everyone loved it. The Germans loved it. The players loved it. The NFL loved it. Everybody was happy. Everybody was like, yep, this went good. Does that mean there's going to be NFL in Germany? Nope. It does not. Spoon just came in and said, you want to make out? No, buddy. No, thank you, Spoon. Not. Nope. I'm good. Uh, Geno Smith has a, has a day. Eh. Not the impressive Geno Smith, but I tell you what, the problem with the Seahawks was take a gander at the rushing. <laughs> Geno Smith had four carries for 22 yards and led the team. Walker had 10 carries for 17 yards, a long of five. So what that means is, one, Tampa's rush defense got the job done. They put up 161 yards on the ground themselves. And, yeah, I mean, you you play from behind. If you're down 14 nothing starting the second half, yeah, you're, you're not going to run the ball all that much. But same time, I mean, you got plenty of time. Hell, maybe establish the run a little bit. It's not like you were down 14 going into the fourth quarter and had to air it out. That I understand, but I don't know. 14 carries for 39 yards in the NFL is not going to get shit done. So Seattle just has – Seattle had – a game that everyone was expecting Seattle to have every single week, right? Oh, excuse me. I mean, this is what you thought Seattle would be every week. Not this shit that Geno Smith and company has been doing. Not the miracles they've been pulling off week over week to get them to six and three. This is the Seattle we expected. Also, I mean, I wouldn't even say this is the Bucks we expected, but it was better. It was better. But... Um, yeah, Tampa gets a win. I mean, Brady was open if he doesn't slip. He really wasn't, though. He wasn't open. It was more covered. They ran it twice. They ran it twice, and he was more covered the second time than the first because once they saw it, they are like, oh, we know what this is going to be. Tampa's a top rush defense, have been for years. Just can't rely, uh, really run on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, but... The defense is supposed to be better than it was. In fact, I mean, the defense hasn't played well at all. The offense hasn't either. Don't get me wrong. Um, so, yeah, you look at, there you go, uh, sacks. Let's just take a gander at the whole thing here. So, defense, points per game, Tampa is fourth, 18 a game. That's pretty good. That's better than I thought it was. Uh, rushing yards per game, they are middle of the pack, giving up 116 a game. I would have thought they were better than that. Uh, passing yards per game, pretty good, 193 a game. This is what surprised me. I feel like Tampa was giving up more per game. 
Uh, but that just shows you how bad the offense has been. I mean, let's look at points per game offense. Let's see. Tampa, there you go. 18 a game. Giving up 18, scoring 18. Not a good recipe. Uh, Tampa, was this? Oh, shit, they ran it twice. Didn't see the second part. Yeah. Yeah, they ran it twice. Uh, man, old ass Tom Brady trying to run looks sad, didn't it, Flip? It's so sad. It's like, bro, don't do not do that. Don't do that, Tom. You just stay there in your little pocket and you just move around a little bit and fall down and then complain because people touched you. Don't run. It's sad. You ever, yeah, it's like watching Tom Brady runs, like watching, um, I don't know, you ever, you ever, you see those robots that they make? Like uh, that move around. Let's see. Let me, let me see if I can find one. Uh, let's see. Robot running. This is this is what it looks like. Let's see here. Hold on. It's like uh, it it looks like it, it looks like it hurts. Like every joint needs to be relubricated. Oh, that's super loud. Yeah, this is what this is what Tom Brady looks like. Hold on. No, not that. Here we go. Here we go. This is definitely what Tom Brady looks like running. I'm probably going to get a copyright strike for this. I don't give a shit. This is Tom Brady uh, running an out route. Here you go. You ready? Right right here. Hold on. Not that. Not that. Right here. There you go on the left. That's Tom Brady. That's what he looked like running. Not the guy on the right. That robot on the left. That's what he looked like. He's like, I'm open. I'm open. It also looked like a bomb squad member, right? He's like, oh, it me, it me. I am open, Tom Brady. Oh, I jump over a stick. Mm, I go back huddle. Yeah, that's what Tom Brady looks like when he's trying to run. Pretty creepy. That's faster than Brady. Yeah, I just meant the movement, not the not the speed, the fluidity. Uh, so there you go. All right, back to the sketch. So we got that out of the way. Um, let's just go ahead and talk about this game because, yeah, yeah, the jump was pretty sweet, wasn't it, Flip? That's exactly what Tom Brady looked like when he jumped. Uh, oh, there's catch of the year. Uh, if you didn't see it, my goodness gracious. I'm, I'm not allowed to show it again, but copyright strike. Uh, I, I, In fact, I was like, oh, let me, let me just make some slides of it, which really doesn't know justice. I don't even want to show them. I'm closing them. It just doesn't know justice once you've seen the catch. But this was, they're saying, obviously, game of the year. Um, and no, I didn't, Amos. What was Brady's tweet about? Did that robot do a backflip? I'm not sure. Uh, what was Brady's tweet about? Let's see. Twitter. Thomas Brady. Tom Brady. Let's see here. Ooh. Oh, stay out of his business. No one cares about his, uh, what an atmosphere. Thank you, Germany. If I don't slip, that's Randy over the top for six. <laughs> nice. Brady tweeted out. Uh, if I don't slip, that's Randy over the top for six. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And I love that he quote tweeted Barstool. That is too funny. Uh, good for Tom though, man, because you know what? Tom had gotten to the point where I was like, I just want to see him fail. Now he was used to be fun. Tom Brady. 
right? Remember, he was all like, yeah, I'm funny. I make ironical videos and such and put them on the Twitters and Instagrams. And I make funny things now because I'm out of the shadow of Bill Belichick and I have a personality to express. And then that losing started happening. He was like, Jack, I hate everything. Everybody shut up. Nothing's fun. And then they win again, and it's back to old fun Tom Brady again. Look at me. I'm funny again. <laughs> if I don't slip, Dad, touchdown. Okay, Tom. Okay. Uh, this was definitely game of the week, month, year. If you missed this one, man, um, Bills jump out to a, what, 24 to 10 lead by halftime. And uh, Minnesota slowly comes trudging back, put up 20 in the second half, tie the game on an improbable touchdown. Minnesota gets down to like the one-yard line and um, tries to punch it in. Uh, Cousins runs a sneak and is stuffed. Bills get the ball. 30-something seconds left, maybe. They're on the one-foot line. The snap, they fumble the snap, and the Vikings recover in the end zone for a touchdown. They send it to overtime, um, where Jared Allen does something, or sorry, Josh. Oh, my God. What, what, what am a Jared Allen, really, Barry? I want to pull it up. So, Josh Allen has had, let's see. Oh, you know what? They're not going to have it. We talked about it a little bit last week. I'd heard a stat where they said something about he's had the most interceptions since start of last year. And now they also brought up the fact that he's got the most red zone interceptions. So they get into overtime. Um, Minnesota kicks a field goal. And Buffalo gets the ball back. And you're like, uh-oh, well, this is probably it. Yeah, I know, McLovin. That was not good. Jeff Allen. That's a comic I just worked with. Well, worked with last year. They didn't ask me to come back, so I don't know what that was about. Um, but, yeah, he, he he they get the ball back. And, and, and I think most rational people will be like, oh, well, you know, it's Josh Allen. They'll probably go down and score and beat the Vikings, and then everyone can continue to talk shit about how the Vikings haven't beat anybody. Except Josh Allen, nothing else, will throw a lot of interceptions. He throws another one in the red zone. And uh, that is that. Ball game. Um, Yeah, I mean, there you go. One one touchdown, two interceptions, had a 69 QBR, 29 of 43, 330 yards. Kirk Cousins, all he does is go 30 of 50 for 357 yards. He also has one touchdown and two interceptions. But when you win, no one gives a shit about the fact that your QBR was 34.4. They won. Improbably. And we talked about teams like Seattle Mariners and, and the Philadelphia Phillies being teams of destiny in Major League Baseball. Boy, if there's an equivalent of the Seattle Mariners or the Philadelphia Phillies right now in football, it's the Vikings. Just one thing after another bouncing their way and going their way. Dalvin Cook had 119 yards uh, rushing. And Justin Jefferson 
if he's not the best receiver in football right now, and I think Stefan Diggs might have something to say about that, but if Justin Jefferson isn't the best, he's the second best. I mean, right now, that dude is just making all the plays. It's ridiculous. And that catch that he made yesterday, Diggs had his own, by the way. In the same game, Diggs had a fantastic one-handed catch. Belled out, probably saved another interception for Josh Allen. It was well overthrown. He goes up one-handed and pulls it in. But then Justin Jefferson, just ridiculous. And um, the let's see, hold on. I want to see. No, this is not what I want. Um, let's go stats. There you go. I guess I should give it to Tyreek Hill too. Yeah, but it's two different games too, right? But boy, he's even even then he's still catching him. I think the difference is speed versus. Um, I guess I don't want to say finesse, but it kind of is. What's up, Tony the Handsome? It kind of is a speed versus finesse, right? Um, because not that Tyreek Hill doesn't make you know, good plays or great plays, but Justin Jefferson, the catches that he makes. I, I, I don't know that Tyreek Hill has the same kind of hands, right? It's very Odell Beckham-ish. It's very DeAndre Hopkins-ish. It's very like, yo, if it's in the vicinity, he's catching it. That's not really what Tyreek Hill is known for. Tyreek Hill is known for, you get him the ball, he gone. And good luck catching him, right? Kind of like a Debo Samuel. Good luck bringing him down. Kind of the same thing. You're not going to look at a Debo Samuel or a Tyreek Hill and think, man, the hands on that guy. But Justin Jefferson's a little bit of both. And he's played in nine games. Tyreek Hill has played in 10. They're about 100 yards apart. Same amount of touchdowns. Averaging a yard difference. Um, Justin Jefferson's the real deal, man. And like I said, Diggs is up there as well. And you can see numbers-wise, he, he actually is. But those three, whew, good luck, NFL. Them three cats is, is and so I guess, I guess my question would be if you had a choice chat, um, you had a choice, you, you could only take one. Who are you taking? Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, or Stefan Diggs? Who are you taking? If, it, if, if, if you were starting a team or you were picking a, a receivers in a draft and those were your first three choices or your only three choices and you could only take one, which would you take? Would you take Tyreek Hill? Would you take Justin Jefferson or would you take Stefan Dix? It's tough, man. And I think a lot of us would get caught up in the hype of, oh, well, I would go Justin Jefferson just because of the, the catch that he made. But you got you to gotta go back and, I mean, Tyreek Hill's having himself a hell of a year. And Stefan Diggs, when he's angry, good luck. It's just, you know. They're all three of them are pretty, pretty fantastical weapons for a passing offense. That's for sure. This was a hell of a game though. <clears throat> and I love that. Um, who was it that said, uh, be handed. I still don't believe in the Vikings. <laughs> What's it going to take for you to believe in them? Be handed. What would it take? I got Diggs and JJ on my team. Nice. 
No wonder you're beating everybody's ass, Dre. Spoon said jet sweep, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Yeah. That matters. But, man, did you see some of the catches that, that Kirk Cousins, I mean, that uh, Justin Jefferson was making in that game? It's almost like Kirk Cousins could just throw it anywhere. Justin Jefferson's going to catch it. It's pretty ridiculous. And Stephon Diggs just becomes a bully, right, on, on, on corners. They all three have their own benefits. Um, a lot of the chat said Tyreek Hill, though. That would be their guy. Uh, I still can't get over you erecting the pole earlier. Nice. Cheetah Hill Cousins is one of the luckiest quarterbacks ever. He's thrown so many no, 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 yes passes over the years. Oh, you mean like Brett Favre? I mean, that's part of the 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 uh the benefit of having receivers like that. Right? I think I think all quarterbacks benefit from that in a way. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I gotta start getting some sleep. Shit. Um, there you go. So Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill. Speaking of him, it's gonna be really interesting to see where Beckham goes because I think it's going to be a Super Bowl contender and he's cleared to play right now. Yeah. Let me stroke a pole. Tyreek Hill. Let me start. Jet sweep. Mm, I got Diggs and JJ. So uh Aaron J. Bryant's going Justin Jefferson. Uh B Hannah said because of the QB. Laughing my ass over Favre. I mean, that's what Favre did. They didn't call him the gunslinger for nothing. Steve-O, thank you for the 10 bits, buddy. Damn it. Wake up. I know, man. I take D-Hop's first five years. Could you imagine if D-Hop had a legit quarterback ever throwing to him? Yeah, you can only use it like once, I think, um... A show. I think like once every 24 hours or something like that. Yeah, you can't just keep firing off poles like that the whole time. Uh, but if you missed this, man, you missed a hell of a game. That was that was a legit fun game to watch. Uh, not, the, not the best defensive output by either team. But a lot of fun. And catch of the year was made. Probably another catch of the year before Justin Jefferson had his. But uh, you got to see two quarterbacks dueling it out. Two, two great. I can't put great on Kirk Cousins. But I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to keep saying it every week because every week they keep winning. They're 8-1. and one. I remember, see, I wasn't like, full screen. it's not like I'm one of these Houston media cats where I'm like on this, oh, man, Davis Mills looks great in OTAs. And then you watch and go, what the fuck? What? No, no, no. I told you Kirk Cousins was legit and he's underrated and he doesn't get the respect he deserves and all y'all laughing. You mocked me in the chat. You poo-pooed it. Where you at now, hoes? Hmm? Eight and one. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings. Just suck it. I don't know where he's at uh, stats-wise. Let's see here. Hold on. Yeah, McLovin said, put some respect on the Vikings. Exactly. Tony had a good question. Is that a Super Bowl preview? I think the Eagles will have something to say about that for sure. In fact, one of the questions somebody was brought up is, can the Eagles go run the table and be the 72 Dolphins? One, no. No, I don't believe so. I don't I don't think that the Eagles. God damn it. 
I don't think the Eagles run the table. But we can take a look at their schedule and see, but I, I doubt it. Um, but I think, it, you know, and look, Miami may have something to say about the Super Bowl. We know Kansas City's going to be hanging around. I think right now, best two teams in the AFC, as much as I want to believe in the Bills and have been on that hype train the whole time, KC and Miami are playing the better football. I mean, the Bills have lost two in a row now. I'm not saying that they're a bad football team. You don't just, you know, just bail on them. I mean, they still got a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. They're still a really good defense, but they've shown some cracks in in their in their um, armor. So, Kansas City, though, just chugging along. Miami, as long as two is there, just chugging along. Best one-two combination at receiver in the league, too. Over in the NFC, though, I think it's, yeah, I think right now it's a two-horse race. None of these teams scare you, although San Francisco might be able to figure it out, but they're not scaring you. Tampa Bay's the long ways away. None of these teams in the NFC North. Um... You know, the Giants, I think, I, I, if you talk about not believing in a team, I don't believe in the New York teams. I'm I'm much more in on the Vikings than I am on either of the New York teams, as well as they've played the Jets and the Giants both. Still don't believe in them. And the Cowboys are just disappointing, man. Mike McCarthy cost them that game. That's stupid. Kick the field goal, idiot. Just kick the field goal. But right now, it's two-horse race in the NFC. It's Eagles and the Vikings. And I think that the uh, right now, um, the Vikings, I mean, the Eagles have the upper hand. They got the better defense. And Hurts and the offense is just playing really well. But I think the defense is the difference. Because if you look at it, they're both scoring about the same amount of points, 226 to 225. Difference is defensively, Eagles are just stingy. Right, and then over here, seven and three Dolphins, seven and two Chiefs. Um, you know, Chiefs are obviously going to score a ton of points, but if they can, if they can get some consistency on defense, if they had the Bills' defense, be nasty. But then that's going to be a problem with the Dolphins, is they're going to have to get into shootouts in the playoffs, and that might be a problem. I think right now the front runner in the in the AFC is the Chiefs, and the front runner. And the NFC is the Eagles. And I think that if you had to pick a, a, a duo, Tony, I don't think it would be Vikings-Bills. I think it would be Chiefs-Eagles. Right now. Right now. I'm not saying it, but that's right now. BN said the Browns are fucked even when they get back Watson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this, this is... They're done. You're done. Wind it up. Um... Jen, you know, they need to make a move with the head coach. I mean, that dude, they said something like he started off one of his first playoff game with Baker Mayfield, went like 11 and four or some shit. And since then, he's like four and 11 or 14 and 20, something just awful. So, yeah, Brown's not looking good at all. Watson's not going to help that much. Watson, don't play defense. They're giving up 238 yards or 238 points on the season so far. Not great. I mean, Miami is too, but that's up there. Even some of the other bad teams in football, 
I mean, the the Raiders are bad, and they haven't given up as many points as the Browns. Titan Hugo said, I have the Giants in the NFC. Really? Um, let's look real quick, though. Can the Eagles run the table? Let's take a gander. Let's just take a look-see, look-see here. They are 8-0. They got, what, nine games left? One, two. Where's the full schedule? Here we go. This is what they have left. Can the Eagles beat the Commanders tonight? Yes. Can they beat the Colts uh, week 11? Yes. Can they beat Green Bay? Absolutely. Tennessee is going to be a problem. The Giants should be interesting, but I think the Eagles will beat the Giants. They'll beat the Bears for sure. Cowboys is going to be a problem, and they play the Giants again. So I think that'll be the four games where if they're going to drop one, it's either going to be the Tennessee, the Giants, or the Cowboys. They've already beaten the Cowboys once. That was at home. Now they got to go on the road. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. Um, but, yeah, I, there's there's none of these teams are like, you know, the upper echelon. Well, I guess the Giants are. So, and the Cowboys are too. That's three tough games. That's going to be the problem. So, Chiefs defense gets better as the season goes, has the last three seasons. Well, they need to, they need that trend to continue though. But, I mean, you could tell Patrick Mahomes kind of said as much in a postseason interview, or postseason, postgame interview yesterday when he was like, hey, look, man, you know, we've said it all along. Eh. It's just, you know, we just keep rolling. We we're, we got a bunch of good guys here. Like, you can tell he's kind of like, we told you guys we could still do this without Tyreek Hill. It's ebb and flow, but we're fine without him. My big concern, I think, would be the Chiefs running the ball. I don't know what their rushing attack is. Um, I'm curious to see where they're at. But you know, the problem is, is you get uh, Patrick Mahomes' numbers mixed in there. But let's see. But rushing attack. Where are they at? Middle of the pack ish, I guess. Yards per game offense. No, I want rushing. Here we go. Here we go. Chiefs 109. Yeah. So not great. Not terrible, but not great. So they need to improve there, I think. And they would get some benefit from Tyreek Hill, right? Like we talked about the jet sweep, some end arounds, stuff like that. He'd pick up a ton of yards on the ground for him, too. But they'll score on you. 30 a game, baby. Suck it, everybody else. Um. Yeah, I hate his play calling. Yeah, Jen, he's... Chiefs defense gets better. The Chargers wide receiver core right now is worse than the Texans. Michael Bandy, DeAndre Carter, and Palmer. Yeah, that's not good. That's still, but they're playing better than the Texans. Shit. I mean, and the only reason the Texans isn't worse is because Brandon Cooks, but that's it. That's it. So, all right, back to the schedule. Oh, shit. Um, we're about to lose Podbean. Um, let's see here. What is this? 
Oh, okay. Scheiße. Uh, What the heck is going on? Uh, so back to it. Let's go. Hold on. Dang it. Dang, I'm here. Here. All right. So we did Chicago. We don't really give a shit. I mean, we did Buffalo, Minnesota. No one really gives a shit about Chicago, Detroit. Sorry, Mark G and um, Marty, who's not even here. Neither one of them are here, but we don't care. Uh, Tennessee, Denver. Tennessee beats Denver 17 to 10. Russ looks terrible. Uh, finally, they get Ryan Tannehill back. The difference maker, Ryan Tannehill, put some respect on it. Derrick Henry only runs for 53 yards. I'm glad I didn't watch this game. I get I, Titan Hugo, how bad was this game? Were you just like, oh, my God. I just feel like this game sucked. I, I don't I can tell you I probably wouldn't have wanted to watch this game. And then I mean nothing sexy about the Titans at all. You gotta really love defense and you know trudging through I don't know. A mundane offense. Although Tannehill did have two passing touchdowns, but I just couldn't watch it. I don't know. Doesn't do it for me. Um but poor Russ. They're just so bad, man. So bad. Boy, hey, speaking of not having any wide receivers. Yeesh. Look at that. Yeesh. And then they just lost Jerry Judy. Uh, Titan Hugo said it was a terrible game until midway through the third quarter on a flea flicker. Oh, there you go. Is that what was that one of Tana Hill's? touchdowns and the Broncos have a way of doing that to you though you know what I mean like the Broncos feel like every game that they've had you're just like mm, unwatchable Broncos are just that team right now make get you in a in an ugly you know ugly football game you're probably gonna win but they'll make it ugly uh what do I say Derek Henry bent me over yesterday oof did he go off? Oh, you had him yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say 19 carries for 53 yards and no touchdowns. I don't doesn't really look like he did much. Two catches for 14 yards. Yeah, that's hmm. Oh, it was a long touchdown for Tannehill. I'll probably lose my fantasy matchup because of him. Well, at least your quarterback played. All right, so there's the Titans and Broncos game. Let's chalk that up so no one gives a shit. Uh, Miami, or no, sorry, uh, Kansas City, Jacksonville kind of went the way we thought that would go. Uh, Kansas City, 27, Jacksonville, 17. Not a whole lot to, to get excited about. Not a great matchup. Just, you know, Kansas City doing what they do. Damn it. Um, Patrick Mahomes with four touchdown passes in the game. Trevor Lawrence has two. Doesn't look terrible, but it's still Jacksonville, and they still got issues. There you go. Kansas City rushed for 155 yards total. Mahomes has 40 of it. But pretty balanced offensive attack by the Chiefs still. Uh, other scores. Let's see. Let's see. What games do we want to talk about? No, dadgummit. Where did it go? Skidge. Week 10, here we go. Miami-Cleveland. 
Miami scores 39, Cleveland scores 17. As Jen mentioned, play calling is a problem, but just Cleveland in general, man, just struggling um, on both sides of the ball, no less. Doesn't help. I mean, Miami's one of the better offenses in football right now, but, you know, Jacoby Brissett's your quarterback, and you feel like the Browns should be better defensively, and the, the Browns should be more like the Titans, right? The Browns are three and six. The Browns should be six and three, but winning ugly football games because of their really good defense and run game. And that's just not happening. It's just not happening. But, um, you know, two is putting up big numbers. The, the best one-two punch in, in uh, at least in the passing game and uh, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. And anytime they're going to get contributions from anybody else, look at that. They get contributions from all over. Mike McDaniel has this offense Amen. Come on at ya. Yeah, you know I had to get ya. <laughs> um, but they're getting 119 yards on the ground rushing. I mean, look at that. It's 200, almost 200 yards of rush. Dolphins are crazy, man. Dolphins need to play better defense uh, overall. But you're going to have to win a shootout. That is for damn sure. Dimas says, will Deshaun become Cleveland's savior? I don't think so. I mean, it does add a different wrinkle than Jacoby Brissett. It does it does create and and you know some different matchups for um defenses can't just load up the box because they know that Jacoby Brissett's not gonna beat them with their arms. So all you gotta do is just focus on stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Cause that's kind of what the formula is now if you want to beat the Browns, right? Sure, I'll let Jacoby Brissett beat me with his arm. I won't let Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt do it with their legs. It's kind of like with the Titans. Ryan Tannehill has to make some plays. He's got just enough to keep the defense honest. So, uh, Mari Cooper, not a good game. Three catches, 32 yards. Kind of, yeah, it's just a just a rough go for Cleveland right now. Mina said, seeing the Browns on paper and then seeing them on the field hurts my brain and others too, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you like Omari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones. You have uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Should be the best one-two combination running game in football. In football. Between them, they had 71 yards, 72 yards. It should just not be the case. So maybe maybe Deshaun Watson does help. I just, I don't know. At this point, I think, I think, they, they, I think uh, they have a coaching problem more than anything. Because they've got talent. And they need to get better on defense. Miami looks like a juggernaut. We talked to New York, Houston, Pittsburgh, New Orleans. Jeez. Amos, where are you at? Perry, where are you at? What 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 the heck? From week to week, what are we supposed to do with the Saints? Forget the Steelers for a second. What are we doing with the Saints? I don't know. Is it quarterback problem? Is it a is it a run game problem? I mean, Kamara gets twenty six yards against the Steelers. That's it. It's just there's some really bad offenses in football right now. Really bad offenses. I mean, <laughs> Andy Dalton and Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave. 
Jarvis Landry. This 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 group, this squad loses to Kenny Pickett and 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 who? There's just no reason that happens, man. That's bad football. Both sides of the ball, though. Uh, that's another game I wouldn't want to watch. Titans, Broncos, and uh, Steelers, uh, Saints. There's Jeff Saturday's debut. Indy beats Las Vegas 25-20. to Derek Carr crying at the podium. We, we touched on it already, though. Jonathan Harris comes back almost 150. Sorry, Jonathan Taylor, 150 yards, almost 147. Matt Ryan is efficient, not great, but efficient. No, no interceptions. And Derek Carr starts off bad, picks up the pace, but just unable to get anything done. Another one-score game loss. I think they said this is the second most tied for the second most in I don't know forever. Raiders are bad. Well, you know, Devontae Adams is like, I don't know, man. I should have just stayed in Green Bay. Probably would have been a lot. Shit would have been a lot better off. Houston's going to get waffle stomped on Sunday. Who do they play Sunday? Who does Houston play? Uh, let's see. The Commanders? I mean, uh, that Sunday, the Miami game is going to be awful. It's going to be real bad. That's going to be a, a rough game. Oh, my God. I think Dallas probably beats them by two touchdowns at least. KC might beat them by six. And then they just finish up with the AFC South. So, that'll be uh, all right. But, boy, a rough patch of football coming up. Thank God they got the Browns. Nobody tell Jen I said that. Christopher Mina says the Super Bowl hangover stuck hard with the Saints. No, that's not. that's not the thing. That's not what that is. That's not what that is at all. Um, let's see. Oh, shit. That was the schedule. Go back to that. There we go. Let's talk a little Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay and Dallas. This was an interesting game. I did watch almost all of this. And it was... The best of times, it was the worst of times. Um, what's his first name? Christian Watson. Watson, they made such a big deal out of him being the guy that dropped an opening touchdown. 75-yard, wide-open touchdown, game one. And that kind of, oh, that set the tone for the rest of the season. Well, never mind that, because he had two big drops in this game early. And you thought, oh, at one point they even show uh, Aaron Rodgers' face after one of the Watson drops, and he's like, hey, man, this, this guy sucks. But, I mean, he's already practiced. He's in the game plan, right? You're not going to bench him, I don't think. And he ends up getting three touchdowns after two big drops early. Rodgers never loses faith in him, I suppose. And the Packers end up beating the Dallas Cowboys in overtime. And I think the big problem here was Mike McCarthy going for going for it on fourth down instead of taking the points in overtime. I don't understand why you do that. It was right on their range, 52-ish. But if you're going to go for it and not get it, you might as well kick the field goal and not get it. At least you have a chance for points on one of them. 
there was no best of times. Yeah, I mean, dude, total Dallas, we don't settle for ties like Houston. That's not it. That's not it. But at the Cowboys, I mean, you're better off not taking the L, right? And who says you would be settling for ties? Put some points on the board in overtime. Maybe your defense gets a stop. I mean, you had no reason to think they wouldn't. It's been a pretty good defense all year. But. <laughs> Told us I get it. I would have kicked it too. Yeah, I. Just doesn't make sense. Thank you, Chris Reyes. Pod Bean died. Night night. <sighs> okay. Let's go. So I don't know. Um a I thought that Aaron Rodgers acquitted himself well in the face of everything that was going on. Um. Yeah, Dre said Dak whiffed under pressure as usual. I don't know about that. I don't like. I don't like putting him in that position to begin with, though, Dre. I I don't. There's there's, regardless of whether you think Dak is good under pressure or not, you just don't put your team in that position. You know how angry McCarthy was, bro. Be mad at yourself. I mean, be mad at yourself for that. I, I don't I don't think he, you don't put the blame on Dak or the offense or anything like that. I mean, that's not a good defense anyways. But, I mean, you, you easily should have converted that against the Packers. But at the end of the day, that's a risk. That's too big of a risk. I don't know. Like I said, fourth and four, wasn't it? Isn't going to put any points on the board, but a 52-yard field goal does. And if you miss both of them, you're pretty much in the same spot. So at least go for the points. Put something up. I don't know. Alex said, how many rushing yards did they give up? Oh, you can see right there. 159 to 207. There you go. Cowboys had 159 yards rushing. Green Bay had 207 yards rushing. Uh, call a better play with more options. Call a field goal. Look at the number of throws at his wide receiver's feet and bad interceptions. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, Dak didn't have his best game, um, especially going 27 to 46. That tells you right there he was off. Um, and yeah, the two interceptions are bad, but to still be in it, to me, it doesn't matter that all of that, you know, you're still in overtime, right? You're still, and Favre pulled this one out of his ass. Let's be honest, especially the way that Watson started the game. They, the, the Packers in general pulled this out of their ass, but again, they kind of were given a gift. They were handed the ball with no points on the board in overtime. Can't do that with Favre. I don't care who his receivers are. So it was four yards they had to get uh, to get Mike. is like, no problem. Let's get it if it's one yard, but it wasn't. Yeah, four yards is – that's different, man. 
as well as Pollard has been and as well as he's ran the ball, that's still a lot different, especially if teams know. So, All around not good. Cowboys will be 9-8. and eight. You know, I think the Cowboys are better than that, Spoon. I think the Cowboys are better than that. Did I say Favre? If I said Favre, I meant Rodgers. My bad. Um, yeah, I think the Cowboys are better than nine and eight. What does the rest of their schedule look like? Let's take a candor. Let's see. Minnesota. Giants. They'll beat the Colts and the Texans and the Jags. Billy. Tennessee. They should win, but. And then Washington. They're six and three right now. You're saying they win three more? I think they win more than three. It's going to be difficult, though. I mean, they're definitely beating Andy Houston and Jacksonville, so there's three right there. I certainly think they could, you know. I don't know. Minnesota's going to be tough, but that's just how the NFL is. It wouldn't surprise me one bit that they go in, lose like they did to Green Bay, and then go beat Minnesota. That just wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's how the NFL is. That's how this shit always goes. Um, But if I had to call it, let's say, um, let's see, they, they beat the Giants on the road. I think they beat the Giants again. I think so. So we'll we'll say they split here. Uh, that's one and one. So now they're seven and four. We'll go eight and four, nine and four. Yeah, ten and four easily. Ten and five. I'll give them. I'll give them the win over Tennessee. But I. Uh, oh, it's at Tennessee. Uh, we'll go ten and seven. No, oh, they'll beat Washington. We'll go eleven and six. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Eleven and six. Good job, Cowboy. Good job, cowboy. Way to pep it up. All right, let's see here. A couple more. What other games we got rolling? Rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, keep rolling, rolling. Oh, Vegas, Indiana, Green Bay, Dallas, we did. Uh, Rams and Cardinals, I didn't watch. I don't really have a ton to say other than the fact that, what the fuck, man? The Rams are just atrocious. Again. San Francisco and the Chargers was interesting. Oops, I clicked on the wrong thing there. I did watch that game as well. Um, the uh, I, if, This is funny because this is when San Francisco scores and goes up 19-16 uh, and then misses a field goal again. So... Um, the Chargers, man, just under underwhelming. Again, I just don't get it. I don't know what's up with this team. Now, being at a good point earlier about the uh, uh, the receiving core, but Justin Herbert did not play well. He did not play well at all. Uh, he had that one injury where he had to leave there for a minute, but that didn't really matter. He just didn't play good. Garoppolo does enough. Christian McCaffrey's... Um, a weapon. But San Francisco, man, defensively, Ayuk had the one big fumble. Really bad. It probably could have been worse. San Francisco is is going to go as far as their defense takes them. 
And they, you know, they pretty much held the Chargers in check. I mean, even Austin Eckler only getting 24 yards rushing. And I know he's a big part of their passing game as well, but still, San Diego will run the ball just to keep teams honest knowing that. But Herbert didn't play well. Eckler didn't play well. That receiving core, they had 196 yards total passing, like I said. And look, credit San Francisco's defense. They kind of got their mojo back a little bit. I've never heard that one, Total Dallas. What do you say? Don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you. Oh. <laughs> Had you never heard that, Mina? Uh, Texans would take 7-11. and 11. I wouldn't want the Texans to take 7-11. and 11. No. And that means they're, don't, they're drafting in the middle of the pack. No, thanks. I think they would take 2-15. and 15. Uh, but that was a eh, that was an okay game last night. Last one tonight, and then we're gonna wrap it up, call it a show. Uh, tonight you got Eagles and Commanders in Philly. Um, eighty three percent says the predictor. Ooh, eleven point favorite are the Eagles. Over unders forty three. Eagles favored by eleven. Remember Wooly B, double digit division dog. If you're betting, take the take the commanders and the points. Uh one thing I want to look at real quick. I'm gonna pull up the laminator five thousand for you guys. Let's just take a quick gander at it. Oh. Uh oh, add it up. Where the heck? There we go. Laminator five thousand for week ten. Did not have a great week. Um, here's who, here's who it picked and here's who I, it picked those. I picked that and this was the results. So all of that equals five and an eight for the spreadsheet for the formula. I went eight and five and then over-unders, it did not do well at all. Actually, it didn't do too bad. I think in the over-unders it was, oh, it was the variances. It went over in the variances and it had been doing really good against the variances. So, um, Nine and four was the spreadsheet for the over under. I went eight and six. It went or I went eight and five. It went five and eight. So there you go. Right now, what the winning percentages are. If you just went by the formulas, you're winning fifty three, almost fifty four percent of the games. Actually, this should be an eight for now. Eight. So you're winning fifty four and a half percent of the games. And if you listen to me and make all your picks for you, you'd be winning sixty two percent of the games. That's pretty good. And you're over under uh, 57%. And like I said, variances didn't do well. So, um, let's see. We're going to undo that real quick. There we go. Uh, let's look at what it says for tonight's game. Take Washington and the points, says the spreadsheet, and so says I. 11's a lot. I mean, Philly's really good, but 11 is a lot, a lot in the NFL. Um, so we're both, we're both rocking Washington and give me 11 points. I mean, Philly's got three scores to make up. That's a lot, at least a touchdown or two touchdowns at least. Uh, but you know, touchdown, two field goals, something like that. So yeah, at least two scores. Um, there you go. There's the 11 43 spreadsheet says, take the under. All right, so the spreadsheet thinks it is a 
What's the final score going to be? 24 to 17. Final score. We'll see what happens. So there you go. Commanders, Eagles tonight. You're watching. Is there any basketball on any good basketball? Anything worthy? Let's see. It's 451. Rockets might be playing tonight. I probably won't watch it, but yeah, they are. They're playing the Clippers at home. Okay. Good times. So tomorrow what we'll do is I've got a link to a draft. Um, we'll, we'll recap Monday Night Football. We'll look at the um, college football weekend review. We'll go over some of the names. We talked a little bit about the Aggies today, but we'll look at the whole college football landscape. We'll look at all the scores from this past weekend. And, um, yeah. And we'll we'll go over those. You can kind of see here. I mean, there wasn't really a ton of, of you know big matchups. TCU Texas was one of the best, so we can talk about that. I did watch a little bit of that game, mm, about half of it. Uh, Bama and Ole Miss linked up. LSU locked up the West, so we can go through all that, and then we can kind of predict um, what the college football playoff might look like going into Wednesday. Uh, and then we'll even take a look at maybe um, what the draft is looking like upcoming. Because the Athletic already has out a, a draft. Some surprises, not a lot, really. Um, so we'll look at that as well. But all right, I think that's it. Let me see. Uh, standings, got it. Derek Carr is sad. Can the Eagles go 17-0? We determined no. Uh, we got the big board consensus. We'll look at that tomorrow. College football. Yeah, it's a little early. But you know what? It's one of them days. So let's just go on. And get let's go on and get. Hey, man, I appreciate you hanging out. Thank you for being here. Um, yeah. Much appreciated. Awkward start. It's needed to be said. I needed to address it. It was the elephant in my head. Yeah, we can celebrate Total Dallas. We can celebrate Bama's demise. Just don't tell CeCe. Uh, see you tomorrow, Demata. Yeah, exactly. We glad CeCe's not here. All right. Until tomorrow. Is there anybody to raid? Uh, Becca, Danielle Free. You know, I don't, I don't feel like raiding. Eh, just call. Hey, Joel, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Cisco, love you, buddy. I uh, appreciate you, Steve-O. Thank you for the 33 bits, my friend. Oh, uh, I will see y'all tomorrow. Thank you, 1D. Much love, Total Dallas. Uh, all right, until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. YouTube video!